We're in Das Atzmacher, page, page Kuf, Kuf Beis. We've been learning in the earlier Prakim how in order for each and every one of us to be able to change on those three levels of our maizim, our actions, our hergation, our feelings, our emotions, and our machshavas, our thoughts. We have to, we have to use the amazing eights of the Balsham that's called Hachna, Havdola Hachna, and Hamtaka. And we were learning about earlier separating ourselves, disengaging from those actions, those maizim that are coming from the guf, and not identifying ourselves with those actions, identifying ourselves with the ani, with the I, with the essence, the truth of who we are. And now, in this parak, parak Dalv, we just started to learn how to apply this teaching to emotional disengagement. Even though the Ratzna Hashem, of course, is that we be people that are filled with good, warm Jewish feelings, but we know that in the course of life, we know how we're often destroyed by negative feelings towards others, even feelings, Hashem Yerachim, of, of hate, jealousy of hate, and so on. towards ourselves, very, very negative, destructive emotions. And there's not voider, there's not voider to disengage from these negative, destructive, and mistaken emotions. And the avoider is called the avoider of levad, the avoider of oneself of oneself. That's how we were created. As we learned on the Shabbos Bereshis, Hashem has brought created man by himself. And even though later on, Hashem has brought the family, community, and world, and each one of us came into this world that's busy, that's crowded. But the underlying yesayid and the shayrish of each and every one of us is levad, alone. Levad can be the source of terrible misery and loneliness. It could also be the source of terrible gaiva, of conceit. It could make a person egocentric. Insensitive to others seeing himself as the entire world. But when used properly, when used properly, the avoid of Levad, this avoid of Levad, which we're going to be learning now much more about, the avoid of Levad can bring us to that deepest nukud inside ourselves where we're completely independent 
We don't need the approval of others. We don't, we don't feel the anger, jealousy towards others that's so destructive, that eats our kishkas out in this world. But instead, at will, at choice, a person can enter into that amazing world of Levad, of by oneself. We're on page Kuf Beis. The paragraph beginning with HaKoyach Shal HaLevad. HaKoyach Shal HaLevad. For those who are interested in, didn't bring down the safe, I have in the office a box with for those who are interested in, in buying the safe and having the safe, we have more of them in my office. <coughs> for the next time, could bring them down, I forgot. Hakoyach, but try to look inside with somebody. It's not to, to listen, is not, it's not it's the same thing. Hakoyach shall halavad mitzad atzmahu koyach yuvi. This koyach of levad mitzad atzmahu. The koyach of levad in of itself, Aloneness, of having been created alone and being able to climb back into that world of alone. Like all of the koyches and nefesh that we have, every single one of the koyches in of itself is pure and is holy, is positive, is wonderful. There isn't anything in who we are that in the depth of it is, God forbid, negative. There isn't anything about us in the Shirish that's negative. The Ani is holy and pure. All the Koyches and Nefesh come from the spheres HaKadosh of Chesed, Vurt, Teferes, Netzach, Haid Malchus, everything is holy, everything is pure. This shirish of aloneness, of man's being alone, and being able to become and be alone, and not to be driven and shaken by the people who surround us, that itself is very positive. Like all the koyches and nefesh, the koyach of levad is pure and holy. And the question as always is, how am I going to use this? When do I use the koyach of levad? When do I use it? If you use the koyach of levad in the right place at the right time. Then it builds you. It builds you. It builds you in the, in, in the most remarkable way. And it keeps others from tearing you down and being at the mercy of other people's successes and other people's failures. Your life doesn't in any way depend on anybody else or anything else. When you use it in the correct way, it builds you. Like all the other kaiches and nefesh, 
If you use this koyach of alone, of aloneness, if you use it in the wrong way, humachiv, it's terribly destructive. It's terribly destructive. Your wife, your husband, your child come to you and they need you and you tell them, I'm sorry, I'm levad. A friend needs you, levad. Your community needs you, your chevra needs you, levad, can be very destructive. HaKoyach shel ha-levad shekayim ba'odam, this koyach of levad, that it is in each and every one of us in the time that Adam was created, levad by himself. One of the most crucial times to tap into that Kayach of Levad is when you find that you have negative emotions, negative feelings towards somebody else. We're not even talking about towards oneself, we'll get to that. When you have negative feelings towards another person, And as a result of that, you're being schlepped into that person's life. Against your will. You don't want this to happen. The anger towards. The feelings of jealousy. Envy. And so on and so forth. You're being reeled into somebody else's life in a way that's destroying you. All the time, or at least most of the time, smiling and saying, no, I'm fine, everything is fine. You, you're upset about something? Did I do something to hurt you? Absolutely not. Well, inside you have that imaginary dartboard. Ding. <clears throat> I'm fine. You're not fine. You've been reeled into someone else's life. You're in the net of that person's existence. And you're at the mercy of that person. And at those times, if a person is able to reach deep into himself, and to pull out that part of himself that each one of us has that's called levad. We have it. The problem is we use it at the wrong time. But we have it. When a person has negative feelings towards others, when you're being influenced, when you're in the sphere of influence, the destructive sphere of influence of others, you must know how to reveal within yourself the koyach of levat, myself. And to separate and to break that emotional kesher, that emotional bond that is making you subject to somebody else's life. That is making you a victim of somebody else's good days or bad days which is what all of us suffer from all of the time. A person can feel that he or she is being led even in a, in a what would seem to be a positive romantic relationship, for lack of a better word, but a positive romantic relationship that in truth is destroying your life, is absolutely destroying your life. Oftentimes, it's destroying your life, your parents' lives, siblings' lives, 
you find yourself defending a relationship that is indefensible. But you can't break free of it. You're under somebody else's spell. You have met people like this. Some of you have been in this situation. It's like a spell. And you're prepared to run over parents, grandparents, friends. You're, re you're ready to tell every single Rebbe, every single Tzaddik, every single friend, every single Mishpacha. You don't know what you're talking about. He's really this, he's really that. There has been once or twice in the history of such an Indian. Usually not. Usually you're under the spell of another person. And if you can't find that levad inside of yourself, you're in big trouble. You're in big trouble. They're in big trouble. That people get married like that. Many people get married like that. Sometimes they share their doubts with a good friend. Oftentimes they don't. But the person that they need to share it with most is the levad. The levad. To evaluate something, to look at something, to look at the world and it, and it, and it Everything that surrounds you from that point of Levad, of Adam before there was a world. Of just you and the boy Erlam, you and the creator of the universe. That's the key to every single decision we make in life. Levad. We shouldn't make a mistake to think that the Tachlis is that we should become, God forbid, Separated from others and distant. God forbid, that's not the tachlis. To become people who are not caring or, or God forbid, are not sensitive to other people's feelings. Because if you use, again, if you use Levada the wrong way, you don't care about so You don't think about something. It can be very dangerous. Let's review the Baal Shem there are three stages. Hachnoa, Havdola, Hamtoke. Hachnoa, to crush, Havdola means something bad. Havdola, to separate and disengage from something destructive or bad. But the Tachlis, of course, is to be able to return Hamtoke and to sweeten, to soften, to sweeten. And to find the good in something. But in order for you to do that, we learned you first have to be separated from that which is bad. In order to break the spell, in order to break its hold over you, you have to first be separated. The ultimate tachlis, of course, he says, and mean disengagement and separation. Habtake sweetening in Yona Achtus. It means unity. The ultimate tachlis of the Jewish people is to be able to get along with the world, to have a kesha to the world, to have a shaykhis to the world. The, the vision that the Nevi'im had is that we would be leaders of the world. And Shechem Echad, the world would serve the Rabbani Shalom, with the Jewish people leading the world. Up to the Harabayas being the teachers of all mankind. But in order to be such a people, we've had to separate ourselves. 
And that's what Golis is all about. The whole story of Avram Avinu, which again, I'm trying to be careful not to go each time it's the parish of it. Here, it's impossible not to talk about it because it helps us understand the Indian a little bit. Be alone. Levad. To be alone, to enter into that world of Levad, because the person had big plans for Avram Avinu. The Tachlis was not for Avram Avinu to be alone forever. The whole world will be blessed by Avram Avinu. By his nature, he was an unbelievably loving and compassionate person. We're not masking it at all. He loved company. We see that. He was sitting in front of his tent in terrible pain. This parasha we're now coming into. For Archim, waiting for guests. He loved companionship and friends. He was a friend to the whole world, Avon Ravina. But look what, he, look what he had to go through. Lech Breaking down idols. Smashing the world that he was in. Disengagement. Separation. Because the Bernstein was telling Avram Avinu to be great. To, to repair the world. To be mamtik. To sweeten the world. And to be able to be one with the world in a way that doesn't bring you down, but brings the world up, that's only if you go into Golis, from your father's home, from the past, and you separate from everything. <clears throat> Therefore, Avram Avinu was taken back to that world of Adam when he was by himself. And he became a lonely wanderer. That's really the story of Avram Avinu in these parishes in the beginning, in this parish of Lecha. Avram Ha'ivri, the whole world is on one side and he's Me'aver on the other side of the world. It's very lonely. Levad. Alone. There's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Shmuzim of Salavechik, Zichon Levrach. It was printed last year, two years ago they put out, they put out a, a Sefer, in English, Shiram there of Salvatia gave just on Avram Avinu. Avram's journey, it's called. And in the Shmuz, they're called the lonely or wandering Aramean. They gave English titles to them. <clears throat> the wandering Aramean. Avram Avinu. Gervetoyshev. I am a stranger and I am a settler. Listen to the two words. In order to settle, in order to take root in this world, you have to first be a stranger in the world. If you find that you're too comfortable and at home with everybody around you and everything around you, it means you better go into a little bit of a lech lecha. This is not a world where you should become too comfortable and settled. The Avramahino says, I am a stranger and a settler. It's a story of, of life. And of Golas, of who we are. And the Baruch is also like that in the world, Kivyoch. It's the Indian of Shechinta Begalusa. Where the Baruch tells Avram, like he tells Yitzhak and Yaakov, now Yitzhak didn't have to leave, but Yaakov, Avinu, 
And he, and he always tells each and every one of us, I'm going to go down with you into Golis. The Baruch Shalom says, I'm also lonely. I'm also levad. The tachlis of the Baruch Shalom Kivyochl in this world is to be with us. And he goes with us. So Avraham Avinu was on the one hand a social person, very much connected to his family, to his society. But on the other hand, he had to break with everything, everybody. The tachlis is not to remain that way. The tachlis is to return. But to return is Avraham Avinu. To return is Avraham Avinu. To be able to to be able to, to, to help the world and to lift the world, you can't be entrapped in it. That's what Avraham Avinu is teaching us. That's what these parashis are teaching us. The Koyach of Levad. And that's what he's explaining. The Tachlis, of course, is Achdus. Hapiru Durak Shvil Vederach Lagir El Ha'achdus Asoifus. Pirud, separation and loneliness, is only a means of reaching companionship and achdus. What you see in the world, what you see in the secular world, and now it's earlier than it used to be, that the, that the boy wants to have a girlfriend, the girl wants to have a boyfriend. From an early age, to have that companionship. You and I all know people, some of them ourselves in the earlier years, who when they were 17, they had like, they were, they were chained down to a person like some 50 year old. When the friend said, hey, uh, Yankee, why don't we go on bowling? I'm sorry, I can't. I'd love to, I can't. Why can't you? You're 17 years old. Cost a few dollars, why can't you go bowling? And his little chayish prince is standing there, shining her nails and looking in the mirror. Some of us remember those days. <clears throat> Some of you are still young enough to be living through those days. To be mishubit at the wrong time. Losing the levad at a very early age, along with losing other things. Hashem Yerachim. But losing the levad. Well, the Baruch Lom wants us to be Levad, to be Avroma Venus, who are wandering and away a little bit even from our mommy and daddy. To grow up and to feel sometimes, to feel sometimes the sadness and the bitterness of, lo and, uh, of that loneliness of being alone. Yeshiva Balkan knows what that's like. You could be in Yeshiva with 400 guys. But that feeling of of being, you know, on that bunk bed in the dormitory room, if you had such experiences. I had one particular situation where there was a roommate who had a lot of inyanim in his life. And I wasn't, we weren't friends. But we were put together, the yeshiva wanted to separate all the friends. There was a mahalach like that. So they put me with somebody else. and. And so many times I remember that I was, I was on the, I was on the top, and he was on the bottom. 
and he would say such stories about his life at three in the morning, such nice and, and he would say, yeah, nice and I would fall asleep. I mean, I tried and I would answer a little bit, but I would fall asleep at some point. It happened many, many times. I would wake up two hours later and say, yeah, Maish, so that's, you know, that's how it was. He didn't even know I was sleeping. He didn't even know. I missed, like, the main parts. I just heard, so Maish, and then that's how it was, Maish. And in between, I was, Boch Hashem, I was, Levad. Levad. That feeling of, Mommy, Daddy, why'd you put me here? Get me out of this place. What am I doing here? I'm so alone in this place. I'm with, I'm with a lot of people that they don't understand me, they don't know me. That feeling of returning into your house, which I was talking a little bit about this morning, you remember the bias Naman? Coming to a house where there are other people hopefully that you love, but you could still, you could still be alone without being lonely. It's an amazing thing, a home. To be alone but without feeling lonely. It's a big avoider. It's a very big avoider. The tachlis, of course, is achdis. The tachlis is to be together. It's the Ratzon Hashem. But the way to get there is leichlecha me'artzecha u'mi'malatzecha u'mi'beisavicha. The way to get, the way to get to Eretz Yisrael is by going through the difficulties of being alone. But building yourself up and finding yourself and discovering the koyach of levad, so that you're not, so that you're not a victim of every person that you meet along the way in life, and you have inner koyches, deep inner koyches. And Rav Schwartz is going to show us very practical ways of achieving this. The tachlis is always to come together. Achtis is the tachlis. That's the I'm talking. That's the sweetening. But the way to get to the tachlis is separation. Hachnor. Havdol. The, the tachlis is to be able to be with people and to feel sympathy and to be sensitive and to be in their inyanim. That's the tachlis. But the way to get there is that sometimes you have to disengage and not get schlepped into their inyanim. No matter what it looks like. And even if the person says, I'm not going to be your best friend, there's a koyach of levad. And without that Koyach of Levad, you're useless. You're useless to yourself, and you're useless to everybody else. Therefore, this, this use of the Koyach HaNituk, of one's ability to disengage, to separate, to break away from others, it's not the tachlis. It's not the ultimate goal or objective of life. Just like the loneliness or the aloneness of the Jewish people in history is not the tachlis. The tachlis is, as I said this morning, of course, to have our land and to be able to come into our home with the Rabbanu Shalom, 
but to be able to teach the world and to influence the world. But in order to get to that, we have to be alone. The Tachlis is always to love the other person. You can't change hate into love in a minute. You can't, you can't change jealousy into love in a minute. You can't do that. You first have to make a havdolah. You have to separate yourself from a situation or from a person. You have to break away in order to be able to love that person despite his shortcomings or despite his successes or his milers. They could be making you jealous, causing you to feel jealous. You have to be separated. That's called havdolah. A person must leave the world of hatred. And the way to do that is by entering into the world of Levad. Not, not to hate this person, but to enter into the place of Levad. Only when you come into the world of Levad, which we're going to learn more and more about, can that hatred be transformed into love. There could be a hamtaka. When you become clean from that sinner, then once you become separated from that place of hatred through the Kayach of Levad, ultimately you can return then and love that same person, respect and connect to that same person but not be schlepped around, not be controlled by that person's ups and downs, not be under the spell of that individual. But you can be mefateach, you can develop with inside of yourself an oilam, a world of ahava, even with somebody who treated you terribly. Which when, every time we read those stories, we, we read stories of tzaddikim, that somebody was horrible, treated them terribly and horribly, we always say, wow. That's an amazing story, but it's so far from us. We're just thinking, Halavayda, I shouldn't sue the guy. Or, you know, I shouldn't uh, hire somebody to knock him off. And then you read about the stories of Tzaddikim that they're Makar of the person, and they love the person. And we think, well, they're just so much, those Tzaddikim are, are so different from us. They made themselves different. They have the same Koyachas and Nefesh, the Yid, just like us. Each and every person here is a Yid. And each and every one of us has these koiches and nefesh. And other nivri yechidi, that tzaddik knows how at will to enter into the world of Levad. It doesn't touch him. It doesn't affect him. It doesn't bother him. He's able to love because he hasn't been dragged into the orbit of the negative person. He's able to see the achmanis of that person. Where you and I can't do that. Because we're so, we've been so taken into their world that we're filled with that anger and that jealousy and we can't feel the compassion that really that individual deserves. It's Rahmanis. It's Rahmanis. It's Hadik feels Rahmanis. There's a little bit of what I was talking about by Sarah Samek 
Biranu im Kain Shaha Avoidless not take me Rikshay Shlili and Klapi Hazulas. We have learned, we're learning that this avoided to become disengaged from negative emotions, from destructive emotions towards another person, feelings towards another person. He be'etzim ha'avayda l'chiyais levad. Is really the avayda of living, being able to live when you want to, at the right time, levad. And Rabbi Yisai, as I said two weeks ago, Never ever in history, in the history of the world, has it been so difficult to be Levad as it is now. Never. This is the Nisoyan of our generation. Let's learn. Let's see how to actually put this into use. How do we actually practice this, this Mahalach of Levad? We learned that on the one hand there's a koyach of chibur, there's a part of us. Hashem brought to Adam chavah, and chavah is truly a part of Adam. So the ezer kenegdo, meaning that inside of each and every one of us there's also a tremendous need for chibur, for connection, for attachment, for companionship. One looks for a wife, a husband, a friend, friends, a shul, a community, a yeshiva. It's natural. Who chavruti? Men by nature. And here the Torah agrees with Lahavdu the some of the great philosophers from the from the Gaisha world that man by nature is social and political. It's true. There was a there was a need for chibur. In a person. On the other hand, there is this koyach in the person, not just the need to be alone, but he needs to be alone. We need for each and every one of us to be alone. A man was created by himself. When we look, though, at the world at large, when we look at the world around us, when we look at the world around us, most people spend most of their lives seeking to fulfill the part of them that is social, that, is, that needs friends and companions. I've been giving shirim for many, many years, and, and, and it's always interesting to watch when people come into a shir, the light comes. So the latecomers, I'm not talking about anybody specific now, although of course it's true for now as well. But when people come late into a Shia, the way that people look to see, what's Chabach do? Who do I have over here at this? What's, what's doing over here? Here a person's coming to learn Torah. And the Icarus to come and to sit down and to be in that place 
of of what of levad with divrei Hashem with divrei Chaim with words of Torah. It, it's very hard. It's very hard. You tell you tell somebody this yeshiva would be a good place for you. I'm not going by myself. Oh, there are 382 people there. No, no, no. I, I'm talking about a close friend. My best friend. If he goes to the yeshiva, maybe. There are a few courageous fellows that I've met over the years that are prepared to say, I'm prepared to go anywhere. Even if, even if it means levad, to find the Bari Eilam. But it's very, very rare. Most want to go with a minion. It's like a travel with an entourage of people. To go with a chev. That's how the world is. That's why there's such a big mess. As nice and sweet as that is, when used properly, I don't have to finish the sentence. It's a very small minority of the world. That love to be alone. That love times of loneliness. Obviously, there are people who are not well, and that's used in a very extreme way. We know that. There are people who like to go to places far away from where they know people. They want to live their lives in isolation, away. But that's not, that's very extreme. The average person is not like that. The average person very much wants a chevre, wants a chibur with people. That's the average person. There are some who beteva have a very extreme heavy dosage of levadius and the kemat can't stand to be with other people. There are people in every shul who will not, you wouldn't know that they're in the shul. They'll find some, even though they have to go, because they want to say kedusha and kaddish. But they'll always find somewhere else in the shul. That's how it is. And you can't bother those people. If you tell them, if you say, come around, come around, you try to bring them in, they'll go to another shul. They'll go to another shul. They'll disappear. They're nomads who want to be alone. There are people who are like that. Most of the world is not like that. Shlomo says, that's not healthy. Not one extreme or the other. It's good to hold on to both ways. We're on the top of Kuv Gimel. A person has to use both of these kaychas. Gam koyach abedidus, the koyach of aloneness, being alone, to use that koyach. It's not a disadvantage. There are people who cannot think of being alone. We're going to talk about it. Who simply cannot think of being alone. There are people here who would not come alone to a Shia. Not to this one, to anyone. They're not going to go alone. There are people who simply cannot be alone. The Baruch Shalom wants us to use both of these koyachs. Gam koyach abedidus v'gam koyach hachavra. The koyach of being alone and the koyach of together. Boys and TV.
in a natural in a natural way. It's natural. Most people throughout the day, most people spend the day with chavra. Whether you whether you like that chavra, you don't like that chavra. But most people spend the day at work. Those who are in the home, they could have more time like that, but often than it's busy with children, whatever it might be. Most people spend most of their waking hours not levad, but with others. But especially, especially in recent years, when technology has developed new ways of communication, you see what's in the brackets there, right? Can you read that word? Telephone, and you know what that is? That's what almost every one of you has on you right now, but we're kind enough to turn off or to put on the silent but deadly mode. Telephone him. We're living in a world with cell phones. There are some of you who don't remember. There are some who are younger. Don't remember what it was like without that. Where a person is attached to his cell phone, to his means of communication, to his way of being with others, not levad. So that even when you are physically levad, at any moment, there's a call, there's a text, there's a message. You're not alone. You're not alone. You and I have seen with our own eyes, teenagers, I doubt adults, but teenagers, who walk around, I don't want to, if I move a machine, it's going to mess it up. You know, yeah, imagine, who, you know, who walk around, when you talk to them, they're holding it. They're holding it. When they, everywhere they go, they're holding it. They're holding it. It's like the king with his safe attire. Wherever, wherever he goes, he's holding it. It's in the hand, it's over here, it's on the thing. Some of you remember when I went crazy, when I first saw people walking into shul with a thing on the ear. You think that you're talking to somebody that he's levad. You look at a Jew and you say he's by himself, he's not. So Terry says, no one's talking to him right now. So he's levad. No, he's not. He's not levad. The second you have a machine with you, even if it's off, you're not alone. What do you mean it's off? You're not alone. Not the way we used to be alone. You're not. This is the churban of the tzuras ha'adam. I'm not talking about the content of conversations. We're not talking about what a person sees on this little machine. We're not even getting to that. We're not even talking about the waste of time. Whether someone had told me that the kid had 14,000 text messages in a month. We're not even talking about that. Before that, it's the churban of the tzuras ha'adam, of the tzuras ha'adam, not to be able to be alone, to be able to sit for an hour. The tzuras ha'adam is destroyed. 
We're not talking about all the bad stuff. We're not talking about the ugly, bad things. Every single article and every single thing, which of course has the bottom, has an advertisement, buy our kosher cell phone at this place. With all the letters from different people and so on. But you could get the kosher phone and so on and so forth. Before all that non-kosher stuff. I'm not even talking about non-kosher. I'm talking about you got a glock kosher phone. And you toiled in the mikveh. And when you put it on and it has this on the screen it has a picture of it has a picture of the Baba Sali. It's Mamish kosher. If you try to call somebody that's not good, that's not a tzaddik, it'll tell you <coughs> Russia or Bainani on the screen. It won't even connect to someone who's not a tzaddik. It's a kosher phone. I'm not talking about any of that. It's the Levad. One of the chavrim was here, and I gave him a good mishabach. He, he was kind enough to drive me someplace. We were going to do a mitzvah together. You know who uh, you know who you are. We we're going to do a mitzvah together, and while he's driving, he is going on the on the uh, BlackBerry, and he knows I gave him mishabach in the car. So what are you doing? Are you crazy? Kaidem call. It's one thing if you want to commit suicide. What do you have to get me involved in your in your inyana? That's the first thing. He's going like this, looking at the road, looking at this, looking at this road. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, I'm sitting in the car, you have a friend together, why can't we just talk or be quiet, just to think? No. Who's calling you, a stockbroker or a bocher? What do you have going on over here? He remembers. And he's a tzaddik of a bocher, so he took it to heart. There's no levad anymore. There's no levad. A bit of levad. I've been with people, I'm telling you, I've been with people in the car, that they don't go 15 minutes without the wife calling. About what? Moishi's diaper fell off. <laughs> Moishi's diaper fell off. She needs chizik. <laughs> the Bonishim should help that the diaper should get back on and I shouldn't have to be involved in it. What do you want me to do? I'm t- I have these people, t- I hear them talking, kind of, I'm embarrassed for them. It'll be okay. Yes, I know it'll be okay. It'll be alright. It'll be alright. The Jewish people have been through many sorrows. <laughs> what are you supposed to tell her? Every 15 minutes, I'm going with a person in the car. We have to go far a mahalach every 15 minutes. So then I'm doing my I'm not talking about an emergency. So you would say, isn't this sweet? It's so beautiful. Look how much she loves him. That's, that's, it's not normal. But to be levad, so anybody would say, what do you mean levad? That's your wife. It's levad. It's Rahmanis on him and it's Rahmanis on her. Rahmanis. It's a khurban of the Adam. There's no Lavad. If you're Lavad these days, you're a loser. If you don't own a cell phone, it could hurt your shidduch. It's a suffolk whether you're minha yeshuv, whether you're a person that's from the world, if you don't own one. Yes, Kailush, I feel like Shaholchim, Lishon, Mashir, Mashir, Pelophon, Deluk. There are some people that when they go to sleep, they leave it on. I'm not talking if you have an old parent or somebody you're worried about and they need to maybe get in touch with you. Not that. I don't know if Mastami knows about the whole thing of texting, which is a different madrega. 
a different madrega. Where you're walking with somebody, you're talking to them, you start to hear things go beep, 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 and different things on the, I don't know if it's a, an email or it's a text. So there are people that even when they go to sleep, Mashiach said, Pelophon, don't look. Me or them, me or it's So who knows? Maybe someone, who's going to call me? Who's going to call me? Something might be, something very important might happen. And I always say to the kids, so how do we go like this all the years? How do we live like that all the years? But daddy, what you're saying is, but this way if somebody, you need to get in touch, if you go out to get something's in the car, there's not... It's a good thing, like all the kaychas and nefesh. Chibur, being connected, is a good thing. But the kaychas of levad. Levad. People say to me, I remember when the shul started, I used to walk every Shabbos from Farak away. Sometimes three times in the Shabbos. I used to go back and forth. I was a lot healthier back then. And it was good. I look back with such longing. Not that I would do that again. It was very hard. You try to go with a Strymler and it's like 85 degrees. It's not easy. But the Levad is Kivaldik. The Levad. The Levad. Six o'clock in the morning. The Levad. It's, a t- it's, it's something that in our days, it's very, very hard to hold on to. It's very hard. Poshet mechubarm esrim ba'arba shows nefel. A person that 24 hours a day, chutzm Shabbos, 24 hours the person is connected. He's never levad. 24 hours, six days of the week. If not for Shabbos, kemat, kemat, avadnu. If not for Shabbos. And even Shabbos, the Indian of Levad Shabbos, which is an avoider of Shabbos, which is not really for now, an avoider of Shabbos, Levad. That whoever hasn't tasted of that, and I'm not saying not to be in shul, and not to be part of the chever, but what it means a Friday night, late, Late, a Shabbos morning, early, early. Levad, the sweetest, sweetest moments in life. Levad. That doesn't mean you don't love people. You adore people. That's not what it means. And many times I've had to, even I try not to have to explain, you know, people say, how come you don't, to always be with people. There are other people that are like that. I'm not like, personally, I'm not like that. I have the Teva and an Avoida in myself for already over 25 years of Levad, to work on the Sugya of Levad. And sometimes it doesn't look nice. It's an Avoida of Levad. Everything in the world now is against that. There's no question. Connecting to people is chiyuvi. Positive. It's good. The gvul hanochin shabai in the right, with the right boundaries, in the right way. 
but it's very negative and destructive when it's not used correctly. The right when you have the right boundaries between chibur attachment and levad and alone, it builds you into a human being. You in Avramavinu. And if, and if that possible was now, there would have been other things added to it. Throw your pillow from your, your cell phone into the garbage. Stomp on your Blackberry. Break your computer and then maybe you could break idols. Throw your television out the window, make sure no one's underneath. Get rid of it. Lehit not take. Lech locha. You want to be an Avram Avinu? Without lech locha? It's geitnished. Doesn't work. You want to be the mayor of Central Avenue? You know what I mean. Like Mr. Friendliness. You're with everybody all the time. A man about town. And you want to be a big tzaddik? That's not how the Bedichva love Jews. You're making a big mistake. Levad. His boy Levad. Then you could truly love. Instead of being, you'll excuse me, some dopey person that just needs companionship. To need companionship? Which oftentimes becomes an unhealthy need for companionship? That was not Rabbi Levi Yitzchak That wasn't the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh. The Baal Shem Tov became the Baal Shem Tov, as we know from the Tzaddikim who feared Golis, all of them, alone, by themselves. His boy did this. That's how they became Tzaddikim. And then they were able to return to the world, like Avram Avinu returned to the world and fixed the world. Instead of being dragged down and schlepped around by the world. You want to be somebody that works in Kirov and be Makar of other people? And you don't know what it means to be Levad? Then that person takes you someplace. Not that you take him someplace. The gvul has to be a gvul. The border has to be a border. The boundaries have to be real boundaries. No, I'm sorry. If you don't have the right border, the right boundary, the right one builds you, the wrong one destroys you. It's the avoid of a person in this world there's no question that that Indian of the Chevra of the Chevra has to be part of your life. But not your entire life. A part of your life is Chevra. Not your entire life. And that even means one friend. Chevra, Bechlau. It's a part of life. It's not life. Adam Tzarech lahaschil lehisragel sheyesh noy olam hanukr levad. 
A person must get used to this and learn how to accustom himself to this reality that's called levad. That levad, that alone of Adam Nivriyachidi, of man who was created alone. You can't build emuna. You can't build ben if you don't have that. This is what we're learning in the Arisat Shuvah and Erev Shabbos. This is the Yisrael of Rav Kuk, if there is no me, there is no you. Imagine somebody comes and says, Rabbi Shalom, what's your name? My name is Moshe Kapai. Moshe Kapai, Rabbi Shalom would like to have a word with you? With me? Hold on a second. Uh, guys, I'm not going myself, am I crazy? Bernstein wants to have a word with me. We would never get to Lach Lacha. We'd never get to because there'd be a whole fan club coming in, uh, giving you support and comfort. Going in with you, holding you. When the Bernstein spoke to Avraham Avinu, there was nobody there. When the Bernstein spoke to Navi, nobody else was there, nobody else heard. Levad. Real Moshe. Alone. Avram Avinu, alone. A person has to get used to this. It's a whole world. And it's not lonely. It's gewaldic. It's not lonely. Just the opposite. It redeems you from loneliness. It frees you from loneliness. It frees you from an unhealthy dependence on others and on company. I'm going to try to explain this, working our way from the lowest and simplest shlav, which we're going to begin with next week, and working our way up to the highest shlav of being true, Avde Hashem, from that world of Levad to the world of Ani, Ruhu, to we should be zayichig, and not just to learn, but to begin to put into practice and to use all that we're learning. Lishma velasus lekaimus kol divrei teres Hashem biahav.